welcome to Vast Institute's A Taste of Original Thinking. My name is Michelle Sherman, and I am so glad that you're here with us today. Original thinking, what is that? Well, Albert Einstein, one of our favorite thought leaders, said, original thinking is when you solve a problem at a different level of thinking that created it. We realize that today in our um, current situation, our learning how to be uh, innovative in the way we relate, how we connect in our current world, is part of our original thinking agenda. We are finding new solutions. The reason that original thinking is so important to the Vast Institute is because we understand, have you ever been in a situation where you have had the same outcome over and over again and you were absolutely unsure how to move through it? Well, sometimes it took a little shift in perspective and our minds are like rivers. They flow where they have never been or ever been. Our curriculum is designed to liberate you from the unwanted eddies of self-doubt, of difficulty, and bring you to a place of inspiration, opportunity, and seeing that the world is already a fabulous place. We are here to share inspirational ideas and opportunities to create new and exciting outcomes. So original thinking, very exciting part of the VAST Institute curriculum. Today is especially exciting for me. Today we are going to be talking about the roles of cities during a time of cultural transformation. We have with us Professor Sergei Vesmanov, the director of the Research Lab of Project Management at the cutting-edge urban-centric Moscow City University. He's here to discuss how urban centers can really be a source of inspiration during times of cultural transformation. So we're very excited to welcome you, Professor Vesmanov, and please let us know, what are your current thoughts on, on life? It's an exciting time to be alive. We always like to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, thank you, Michelle. Uh, well, hello, everybody. Thank you for taking few minutes of your time to listen uh, about what we're going to uh, talk today with uh, Michelle. So again, my name is Sergei Vesmanov, and I happen to be a professor and a head of the research lab of the Moscow City University. That's Moscow, Russia, to be absolutely sure what Moscow we're talking about. Huge uh, urban place today, one of the biggest mega megapolis in the world, uh, uh, from 12 to 15 million people. So I uh, would assume that uh, our talks today is a kind of the part of the presentation of a series of uh, lectures and presentations called Mo Modern Urban Life, which we did with uh, Vast Institute recently, and we're going to publish it soon. And I would like all of you to take, again, a few moments and take a look at that. So modern urban life, that is the kind of, not kind of, but exactly the one of the center of everybody's intentions. Everybody means people, researchers, uh, employees, employers, especially today during the very, very specific time. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. So modern urban life always attract me because I, since I was born, which happened many you know, decades ago, uh, modern uh, urban life in, in uh, cities as a place to live 
was very attractive to me. It was a place I was born and I lived through all my life. And we can see how expanded all those places, all those cities, and the huge cities, giants like called megapolises, grew up through the last, let's say, 50 years. Well, the series includes some kind of parts of those uh, urban life parts, uh, means uh, the neighborhoods we live, the uh, different places we visit, uh, our working spaces, our relaxed uh, places, all of that. And generally, I uh, talk there about uh, what can be very attractive in the urban life, what can we find attractive in the urban life, and how all those cities being changed through the through the you know fifty years period, or even even deeper than that, and how it's changing today, and how it's going to be changed tomorrow. And today, beyond everything else, when I was preparing to to talk to you. I was thinking about the very, again, very specific period of our life and the period, that's period called, let's call it sitting home period, or we can call it a bit more officially like pandemic. Sheltering in place, sir. That's one of the kinder <laughs> ways of referring to it these days. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's, that's fine. I mean, uh, or we can call it urban life, uh, current urban life. Right. Let's talk about the current urban life because what we're doing today or how we uh, approaching our life today is definitely, you know, affected by the current situation. And actually, when I was uh, asked uh, by you, Michelle, is what the, the, the point I would like to raise during that conversation, I said that uh, I would call that point like interaction with the city. So modern urban life is mostly like uh, interaction with the city of how we interact with the place we live. And today that interaction became very specific. Yes. And, so let's, yeah. yes, and Professor Vesmanov, I have to say that I have been reaching out and talking with clients and friends and family members. And at this point in time, people are being so innovative. Um, I think one of my favorite snapshots was of somebody getting a manicure through a mail slot in her front door. And I thought, that's, that's ingenious. So it's, it's time I for agree. new ideas. I agree. I agree. But uh, I would like to talk a little bit more about let's say, kind of uh, more general uh, approaches and the general approaches is uh, so working remotely, connecting remotely, using all those, I mean, great technology, which uh, were invented through last years to help us to interact uh, with the city. So in that interaction, so our job, uh, I mean, the way we work, the approach we're using to work big and important part of our life. So, and what we monitor now is how the people, those uh, parts of it, both parts of the working process, the employer and employee, finding out how much can be done remote, uh, how much work can be done remote. And that is raised, I would say, the, the very important Professor yes. Vesmanov, may I just share that you are an expert in distance learning 
And this is something that has always been part of, well, I'm just saying, not everybody's been interested in it, but this is something that you have most assuredly been on the cutting edge of discovering and understanding how to make education better through many of these methods. And so this is something that you've been studying for a while and, and is a fascination to you, which is why I'm excited to hear what you're going to say about it. <laughs> well, thank you, Michelle. But uh, let, let's put it. Uh, let's 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 talk about that a little bit later in our conversation. So, the first uh, part I would like to bring to to lot to do the light spot is uh, possible changes of the city. I mean, in general, uh, city plans, city looks like city looks, and all of that after the period uh, where we're living. And that's why I raised the issue about so-called, I mean, digital economy and working remotely during the pandemic time and what will happen afterwards, because this time is very specific, not sometimes should be very innovative, all of that, but it's temporary. It's going to be end, that's for sure. So for us, uh, all of us, I think uh, the biggest question is what happened then? Uh, what happened then in a, in a perspective for a year, perspective in a couple of years, or probably even more? That is interesting question to me, and I'm sure for all of you, my dear urbanites, that's I, how I would like to address to all our listeners, is, the, is fascinating, I would say. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay, what we found already, that the digital economy changed the appearance of our cities, which meant we, be, even before, I mean, even before March and April and May of 2020, we already, uh, as, a, as a urbanized, as a society, we already realized that a lot of things can be done remotely. We less and less need those office spaces, office towers. We still uh, use them and we still spend a lot of time, you know, driving to work, from home to work and back because it's a kind of traditional. But slow, slowly and surely, it's already happened. So what we're finding right now is a huge kick. Uh, all, all that situation, all that, uh, you know, shelters and home and, and all of that period kick that uh, that approach very much further. So as I said earlier, employees and employers finding out and will find out more and more benefits out of the idea of working out of home. Well, right now, uh, Sergey, many of my neighbors, myself included, we do work from home and the air seems fresher and people are spending less time commuting. And they're also having other opportunities, which we'll hear about from you. Yes, that's uh, well, but you, you brought the great point. That's what I was going to talk further, because it's on one hand. On one hand, we have a situation when we're finding that work can be done remotely, a lot of them. On the other, other hand, as, as a human beings, we all want to be connective. We want, all want to socialize. We all wants to talk or, I mean, have a live conversation to, yes. to talk to, to see the, uh, the, the, the friends, the faces, the colleagues, and all of that. So let's put it together and let's see on that paradox. And I would say, I would call it as a paradox that from 
one side we can get our work remotely and on the other side we still want to be connected. Okay, great. That uh, situation, that paradox, I would say will affect the city appearance, which means for us to connect, for us to communicate, uh, for, for us to socialize with the other people and get done our work remotely, why don't you took your gadget, go down in the walking distance to the co-working place, which sooner or later will be uh, developed more and more and more. Do your work, talk your colleagues. Well, I would call the word colleagues here in the quotes uh, because I, when I said colleagues, I meant the people who around you. Have a coffee, take a break. That will change the your working day, the the structure of your working day. That will change the face uh, of the city, which means city uh, needs to develop places like uh, co-working, like uh, coffee, like the distant streets, coffee shops, small shops, small restaurants, uh, fast food restaurants, all of it. Even parks, even in the parks, it can be done. I mean, why don't you set up a little bit uh, kind of uh, co-working open space in the park providing the, well, electricity supply or Wi-Fi? Here you go. Uh, and you can you can combine you as a person, you as an urbanized, all of us as an urbanized can combine the work with the you know fresh air in the park instead of sitting in the office. And um, that sounds delightful, that really, truly, because more crea- <laughs> people are more creative when they're outside and they're able to be. Um, you know, relaxed and fresh air and sunshine, it gets their brains to pump different chemicals. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm hearing, yes. uh, Sir, Professor Vesmanov, I have a question. Um, uh, I'm sure. hearing I'm hearing you say that the delivery mechanism of the talent, what, you know, people are going to have things delivered differently and that the city will reflect that, that the services, the lawyers, the doctors, the dentists food, you know, restaurants, um, retailers, everybody's going to be delivering their services, their products, their expertise in new ways, and that will probably be reflected in how the cities are built in the future. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, delivering uh, the services is is, uh, one important uh, part of it. That's true. But on the other hand, we also will see the new conditions the city will develop the new conditions for the people not only delivering their services, but also creating it. And you just said a few seconds ago that sitting in a park and, let's say, answering your client, uh, well, let's, let's imagine you, you are the lawyer and answering your client and finding the way to help him. So it's not just delivering. It's a process of creating. The service, and that is uh, to me, and that looks to me as important. Absolutely, uh, thank you. Yeah, yes. Well, that reminds me one important idea, which goes through all the uh, modern urban life series, lectures, and presentation. The idea that city is not place to work; it's a place to live. Mm-hmm. So basically, what I described a little bit earlier. 
uh, about the conditions in a digital economy, conditions of creating and delivering your service remotely will also give us as an urbanized the help, let's say, or support to differently interact with the city and take it as a place to live compared to the place to work. Remember, in in a modern rural life, when we said, when I said that the the city taken or used to be taken, it's still taken uh, by a lot of people like a place to work. It looks like this. You uh, wake up in the morning, you jump into your car, you spend uh, from hour to two hours uh, on your way to work, stay all day in the office, and then all the procedure back. So that creates the idea that the city is a place to work. Well, we sleep there as well. But if your working days look differently, and I just described how it can be in the current conditions or, let's say, after this period, uh, which is even better, that also turn, I would say, the city in a place to live a little bit more than before. Sounds like the families being in their backyards and doing a variety of things together. It seems like a lot of change is going on, and I appreciate what you're saying. I do have another question, Professor. Um, Mm -hmm. What type of activities do you predict will become more attractive for urbanites after things start becoming more connected and open and things of that nature? Oh, well, that, that's a good question, and uh, we, we can talk about that probably uh, a lot more than the time will allow us, but let's say, uh, let, let's point out one, one thing which I uh, consider as, as very important. You mentioned earlier that I was involved for, for 20 years, uh, already for 20 years for the uh, decent education, and what we can see now that uh, again, the current situation develop or accelerate that approach in the education. So that will also change a lot the city appearance because we'll see how the university campuses will change because of uh, you know thousands of students will will go on a, on a distant technology. But also what it will open much wider the idea of lifelong learning for the people. So I already mentioned that the, the profile of, of our working day uh, can be changed strongly. But that opened for us a lot of time. Let's say that time which we used to spend in the car to the office and back home a lot of time to, let's say, educate ourselves, to, let's say, turn our faces to that uh, lifelong learning uh, philosophy. So we're going to have, Michelle, and that's uh, I strongly i am sure about that, I, mm-hmm. and I'm very much sure about that, that we're going to have a lot more educated people in the next 10 years compared to now. That because they have the opportunity and because that's going to evolve from the current situation. Well, because they have an opportunity, that's number one. Number two, it will turn us to be much more competitive in the new markets, which are going to be open, uh, open. And those markets are markets where we create and deliver our services remotely. Beautiful. Well, I, I love hearing about how things 
work themselves out. You know me, I'm a practical optimist. Well, <laughs> I'm a practical optimist as well. And I think uh, it's, uh, again, uh, we, we all, as you uh, mentioned before, trying to be innovative. We're all trying to be very connective to our you know, families. We're all trying to find a new way of creating and delivering our services. Uh, that is uh, very optimistic. And that is, uh, you know, support. Uh, me personally, to be absolutely sure in an idea which I always speak about that good is always wins over evil. I highly believe in that and I do what I can to <laughs> to prove it. We at the Vast Institute, we say the good guy in the long run, the good guy always wins. <laughs> You're right, Professor Vesmanov. I love that philosophy. Thank you very much, Professor Vesmanov, for helping us understand the roles that cities will play in the future and how things will shift and change. But they will also be very satisfying because people will get needs met that they might not have anticipated. This is something that will allow us to create something wonderful, creation. And I just would like to ask you, sir, through your through your travels, through your citizen diplomacy days, through all of the things that you've experienced as, as an educator and someone who really would like to see the best outcomes for the most people, what idea or what thought would you like everyone out there to be left with? What would you like for them to think about? What kind of uh, modern urban life you want to have? Uh, look at the place you live, look at the, at the places uh, around you, find out what you like about that, find out what you would like to change about that, find out what you would like to change about yourself in that place. And that, to me, would make your life and as well as my life, because it's my approach as well and uh, interesting, long, and good. That is wonderful. Thank you. Anything else you would like to say? Uh, well, uh, thank you again for giving uh, up uh, the opportunity to me, and I invite uh, all our listeners uh, to take a look, uh, uh, listen, and read uh, in uh, our Modern Global Life lectures and presentations. We also developed... Uh, uh, some questions there and if you will take time and, and answer them and go through that so vast institute uh, I believe and Michelle will I think prove it right away that uh, yes. vast institute will issue you the certificate of urbanism being, being recognized as a modern urbanite because oh, okay. a modern urbanite really appreciates the fact that people are out there making cities better for each other so Yes, that is absolutely true, Professor. Thank you so much, sir, for your time, for your insights. Thank you, Michelle. And um, I would just like to say that we at the Vast Institute have built our library of information on a single premise that what I do matters. This idea was created through original thinking and is not only an empowering perspective, it, it guides us to take uh, commitment and responsibility personally. And we create life in a way that has an impact around us by acknowledging that we can make a difference, that what I do matters, we can amplify our success and influence in the world. If you would like to become an original thinker and a modern urbanite, 
creating a quality of life beyond your imagination, please visit our website at www.vastinstitute.com. And thank you so much for being part of our vast community of original thinkers. Take care.